Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina. Hey everybody, welcome to Living Simply with Dr. Gina Madrigrano. My name is Ben Barber, I'm the producer of the show, one of the producers of the show, and here is Dr. Gina. Dr. Gina, how are you today? I'm doing good, Ben, and how about you? I'm doing wonderful. Um, you know what's funny is that you always, we've started the podcast like that for uh, a year, and you've always said, it kind of sounds a little disingenuous because it's not, you know, like we've been talking beforehand and stuff. Now it's live. Yep. So it's 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 really real. Um and let's bring on uh your co host for the show, Crystal. Hey Crystal, Crystal Tubbs, who doesn't feel like putting her, her last name into the display name category. <laughs> well next time, I'm sorry. So thank you very much for that, Crystal. Um Okay, so how are you, Crystal? Good. I'm doing good. And uh, I have to take a moment to say that I love the new graphic for the show. Yeah. Oh, hey, thanks. Yeah. Um, I made that five minutes ago. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> well so done. Today, thanks. <clears throat> so today we're talking about creating a daily schedule to stay sane during COVID-19. So obviously all of us have been sort of uh, cooped up in the house or, or wherever <laughs> we may have been when we got here uh two months ago um and uh and today we're talking about how to stay sane so um oh is it the 11th yeah so it's like two months exactly since uh since the world exploded basically uh here in america at least um so yeah how did how did you guys come up with uh this topic for today's episode first well we were we had our last podcast and um we mentioned schedule in there and Crystal was like, yeah, I think we need to talk about that. And I agree with her because I'm still struggling with it. Friends of mine are still struggling with it. So I thought she had a great idea. I'm still struggling with it. I was like, it's the one question I didn't get to ask last time. I'm like, what about setting up a schedule? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had a phone call this morning with, um, somebody who's uh, you know like a a really successful guy uh and um i called him and he was like hey yeah we're having like a formal breakfast it's the one thing we do every day i'll call you back <laughs> and i was like cool um that's amazing uh so yeah everybody everybody has so before we talk about like you know how to create a schedule for yourself um, what schedule, if any, have you guys been on? Uh, Gina, let's start with you. Well, I keep changing mine every week and testing one thing and another. But if I'd say in the last 10 days, um, we've decided to put self-care as the first thing in the morning. So we do a bit of elliptical. I'm starting this new program. It's how to improve our our eye vision naturally. So it's a 28-day program. So I'm doing that in the morning, which takes up about 45 minutes, some yoga. We have a nice breakfast. And then, uh, then we try to figure out the rest of the day. <laughs> but at least that routine is pretty stable for now. I am terrible at setting routines. <laughs> Just uh, awful. I... Um, I'm working on 
like getting up a little earlier so I can do kind of more stuff in the morning um, and then focus on some other like projects in the afternoon. But the morning um, I want to do like some yoga, maybe take my dog for a walk, eat breakfast, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so that's how you guys are starting your day. Uh, most of the, I guess I'll go too. That makes sense right yeah Yeah, ben how are you starting your day (laughs) uh early um so right now i've been uh in charge of distance learning five days a week uh four days a week and then sundays as well not distance learning but still um so i'm getting up before seven every morning and taking care of a five-year-old which is wonderful because he does not let you not stay in the moment um and then it's it's actually been really nice cuz I've been cuz I've been very busy the last 2 months and um at from home I mean mostly from this chair I've been very busy but uh <laughs> but it it's been nice cuz it's um you know I would maybe want to sleep in till 9 or 10 if not mm-hmm. for if not for that and uh and that's been a, a really nice reason to get up every morning and get going and you know make sure that he has breakfast and not, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. Um, so that's an, that, that, that's kind of how I've been starting my day. Um, what, uh, what are some of the difficulties that you guys have found for not having structure, you know, in the rest of the day? Like, I know that you're, you're trying to create a schedule for yourself, but, but, but for not having it, um, the way that you normally would have, you know, not having the work schedule that you normally would have, not having going out and, and doing things like you normally would have. What have been some of the struggles that you've had with that? Well, paradoxically, it's weird because I've been wanting this time off for a while. And now that I have it, I'm turning in circles. And I think what's, I think it's different from a holiday because when it's a holiday, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything. But technically, it's a work. It's a, it's my work week. And I don't have a lot of um, work. And I think work is what brought schedule to the rest of my days. So work was scheduled, you know, seeing clients. And I'd work my day around that. And I realized that's what brought uh, structure to my day because I'd work around it. So I knew my time was limited at, from this time to that time. But now it's like, oh, I have all day. And I think that's a trap because then you get caught up in one thing after another and I have this big list and I don't get to it. So I really had to create a semblance of a work schedule. But instead of being client work, it's self-care. And then we work our day around that. That makes sense. Crystal? So I, um, I'll be completely honest with our watchers here um, and listeners for the podcast. I have been trying to create a schedule um, since probably January. I got let go from my job in January. There just wasn't enough work um, to keep me on. It wasn't anything terrible. And um, one of the things that's really kind of kept me from maybe creating the schedule that I really want is like a super inconsistent sleep schedule. And so I don't do well on like a a lack of sleep almost any (laughs) time. And so it makes it really challenging if I can't get to sleep until like 
you know, one or two in the morning and I want to get up at six or I want to get up at seven. Like I just, I need to sleep until eight or something, you know, just to make sure that I have enough mental capacity and energy to make it through the rest of the day. Sure. Um, So Dr. Gina, you talked about uh, work being the basis for your schedule um, and, and sort of the foundation that everything else was built off of. Uh, now that a lot of people are not having that or work is different and now it's just you need to get all of your work done, but it doesn't really matter when you do it. Um, you know, uh, there are no rules. Uh, what's a good way to create structure to build a schedule for yourself in this new environment? So um, I'm going to sound like a broken record to those who listen to the podcast It all comes down to priorities based on what matters to you. So you got to sit down and um, decide based on your values. So regarding work, self-care, family, what matters most, and then put priorities on on those. So let's on a scale of one to 10 and base your schedule around that, knowing you can't do it all. So that's why for us, we started with self-care because especially right now, if we're not healthy, um, everything's going to go downhill. So making it a priority uh, to go to bed. So for us is lights out by 10 so that I can be up at around 637. Um, So sleep will dictate the schedule of the day, obviously, and uh, healthy breakfast and meals. So then our meals. And then if I don't work out in the morning, I'm not going to do it. So that's plopped in the schedule. (laughs) So and so basically it's deciding what your priorities are, what's most important, and then schedule it accordingly. Um, and obviously, based on if you have kids or not, if if you're working or not, then we can go into the details after. But I'd say a good place to start is based on your values and what matters to you. And that will dictate how much time and what you do in a day. Makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> it would solve your sleep issue. Well, even, your sleep issue. even if I go to bed, um, it's just I'm awake. It's not that I don't go to bed earlier. Sometimes I'm just laying in bed awake for four hours. So, okay. yeah, that's a different issue. Yeah, that's another, <laughs> that's another episode on sleep hygiene. <laughs> Sounds good. Great. Yeah, <laughs> sure. uh, so let's let's talk about um, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the the stress and anxiety um, that can. So and and that is not necessarily what Crystal's issue is, although she can comment on that if she chooses. But um, you know, a lot of people are are having trouble sleeping right now, and and a lot of people are having trouble, uh, sort of functioning in their day to day lives because of fear and anxiety. And um, you can let uh, you can let an hour or or nine get away from you real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or or if you're uh. Uh, Glenn Ambrose always talks about numbing down, like um, with the uh, with like the video games or, or binging a TV show or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you're, it's hard to create a schedule if you're sort of uh, numbing out by 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 doing that because you don't have much of 
anything to do. Um, you know, how is, so how is fear and anxiety affecting people's schedules right now? Well, I think it is affecting it a lot. And, and the last episode we were talking about how to focus on what you can control. And that's why also we talked about schedules. So one thing we can control is our schedule. And by creating routines, rituals, rhythms, we get that sense of control back and that will greatly reduce anxiety. And if we get control of our um, situation, then we feel less the need to numb out because we all know if we sit in front of the TV or computer, social media, doesn't matter, we really lose track of time. And if we don't create a schedule ahead of time, so it doesn't have to be scheduled by the minute, uh, we use a lot of mental energy to create that schedule on a day-to-day basis. And then it just feeds the anxiety because we, you know, our frontal lobe is working over time. And then, again, we lose track of time. We don't know what to do. We can't think straight. So if we can create a schedule, rhythms, rituals, we, that's a big chunk of our life. Uh, it will greatly reduce that sense of anxiety and lack of control. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, Crystal, did you have any specific questions since this was your, um, you know, your issue that you, that, that you thought we should explore? Uh, was there something specific that you were that you're struggling with in this? I mean, outside of the sleep thing. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I don't. I think, you know, I wonder if maybe I um, blame other things more, you know, like, oh, well, if only this didn't happen, then I'd have time for that. Like, how do we kind of stop maybe that mentality or uh, make sure that we are, um, you know, putting enough hours into the day to do the things that we want to do? Like, how do we determine those priorities? So, well, if you went, I'll start backwards. Once you determine your priorities and whether people make requests on you or you get scattered, you're like, oh, I should do this, that, which is my problem. We take time to be present and go, Okay, one, is this part of my priorities list? And do I really want to do this? Or is it going to cause me more anxiety? So if you get really, really clear on what you want your days to look like, um, then it's easier to say yes or no to things. So how to determine your priority? Example for you, uh, you got let go, but I, I think you're still working, right? Yeah, um, I'm still doing a little bit of work. Yeah, and and is that work on a specific schedule, or or you get to decide your schedule? Um, I well, I don't have any work currently, but when I do, I decide my schedule. Okay, perfect. So you have a lot of flexibility, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you determine your priorities? Start with the basics. Where, if you think of health. Uh, work, education, spirituality, family, if you have a partner, if you have kids, um, where would you locate? What are your top three? Top three? Yeah. Um, where probably, you want to invest a lot of time. 
probably health, family. Um, I don't know, kind of a toss up maybe between, you know, business and spirituality. Okay. So if, if we start with health, because health is important. If you're sick, you can't do all the other things. Well, you can be spiritual sick in a bed, but um, <laughs> if we put health, what does health look like for you? What, what does it mean for you to be healthy? Oh, um, and actions, basically. I'm able to do the things I want to do when I want to do them. Like I have a lot of family members who like can't go hiking or can barely walk down the street basically. And I'm like, that's not the kind of health I want to have in the future. So how do you want to stay healthy behavior wise? So if we think of there's food, sleep, so nutrition, sleep and exercise. Mm. So sleep, how many hours do you want? Like seven, eight hours? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to determine they they say before midnight is good sleep. So let's say you pick a time you want to go to sleep. So you have your seven, eight hours of sleep. And then what that means is an hour or two before your bedtime, you need to have a bedtime routine. So how do you unwind, you know, mm -hmm. turn off screens, the lights. So that will take up one or two hours of your time where you don't want to start doing work because it'll rev you up. Right. Um, so let's say moving. What kind of movement, whether it's exercise, yoga, running, walking? Um, probably, well, yoga. I like yoga a lot. Um, making sure to walk my dogs. I like hiking. So <laughs> then you get you can determine. Let's say you like hiking. Um how many times a week do you want to do that? Uh, at least once a week. <laughs> I don't okay. live like, super close to the mountains. Like, so you uh, could schedule that. Let's speculate. You schedule hiking Sundays because it's your day off. Um, if, if your health matters to you, you're going to determine how many days a week you want to work out. So there's the yoga that's good for stretching, for being present. Will that be your main form of exercise? Uh, yoga? The other days of the week? Yeah. Um, probably yoga and walking my dog. Okay. So again, walking your dog. Do you want to walk your dog once a day, twice a day, three times? Once a day. Okay. So then you're going to determine um, when in the day you want to walk your dog and for how long. So that'll... You'll schedule that mm. in your routine, right? Um, so you've got walking every day, yoga. You'll determine how many days a week. So if you can plug those into your week at specific times, it doesn't have to be the same time every day, but you schedule them, and then you stick to it the way you would stick to a medical appointment. And then you work your your other stuff around those things. So then you determine spirituality. What is spirituality for you? What does it look like? Is it about uh, organized religion, like going to church or synagogue? Um, is it about reading? Is it about meditating? Is it about walking in nature? So you, the way you'll determine your values is how do your values look like in behaviors? And then... 
how do you want to schedule those behaviors or include them in your life? So I say schedule, but it doesn't have to be, you know, everyone. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be rigid. You're like, as long as I do it today, well, one day you could do it at six, the other day at noon, at one, midnight, doesn't matter. But your values determine your priorities. And if you get clear on the behaviors these values require, then you'll have a better idea of, of the time commitment uh, that you need. So if the mountain is far away and it's an hour drive, you might not be able to, to do that every day. So that will determine the frequency. Right. And then same with family. You said family matters. So how do, how do you want to connect with family? Is it o- over the phone, in person? You know, even if you're social distancing, are you going to meet up somewhere? So the time it's going to require, how many times a week you want to do that? Then it gives you some direction on where you want to, what kind of choices you want to make on a day-to-day basis. Does it make sense? Yeah. Um, I've never thought about it that specifically. So that's probably one of the reasons I wasn't doing very well. (laughs) Yeah. When it's vague, it's hard to get direction because we don't know where we're headed, right? It's like on a map. Uh, You pick a a town and you're headed towards that town. There are many roads to that town. But, you know, if you fly, you drive, you walk, you bike. Right. So it's the same. If you get really clear on the values and the behaviors that will allow these values to be um, manifested, then it will bring a lot more clarity on how to organize your schedule. Makes sense. And also, as far as organizing goes, you know, the the cliche what gets measured gets managed um mm-hmm. you know if you're taking into account uh how much time what what your priorities are how much time you have for things and what you want um you know i i have a friend who constantly uh has talked about you know non covid times has talked about like i don't have time for for this or or stressed about the time or you know stressed about the time with loved ones and uh and i was like you know you have let's like let's do the math on this and let's do the math for everybody right now so there's 24 hours in a day and there's 7 days a week that's 168 hours okay now if you work 40 hours a week that's 128 hours now if you sleep 8 hours a day 8 times 7 is 56, 128 minus 56 is 72 hours. So there's 72 hours a week that you're not sleeping and you're not working. And that's more time than you either sleep or work. Right. Is the extra time. What you do with that extra time is what you make a priority of. Mm-hmm. You know? So when you're looking at a schedule and you're and you're looking at something. Yeah, you got a grocery shop. That's going to take a couple hours a week. You have to make food. That's going to take a couple hours a week. You have to, but you have to decide what you want to do. You know, like if you don't want to spend time with friends, you're not going to be making time to spend time with friends. Right. If that's something that's a priority, then you're going to put that on your schedule. And schedules don't need to be strict and rigid completely, mm-hmm. but. If you're having an issue with it and you're and you're and you know it's it's a problem for you, then taking account of 
that 72 hours in your week that isn't sleep and isn't work and is really your time to do with whatever the hell you want, uh, you know, then then really it's it's about what you want to do and what you're willing to to prioritize and to and what you value. So I think that everything that Dr. Gina just said was was really great uh in regards to how to uh how to go okay, I want to hike but I live an hour away from the mountain. So I'm not going to be able to do that every every day, but I can do that on Sundays and I can take my dog for a walk once a day and I can make it a nice walk and it'll be like our little hike, you know? Um, so the, those sorts of things I think are really, uh, important. Sorry. Did it, was that, was that okay? <laughs> it was totally fine. I just feel like I'm in like a, a session for myself and I'm like, I hope this is helpful for other people too. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Like I find like we're doing it a pretty big quick summary of it but I find even with my clients we even to determine your priorities we we look at a year a whole year we break it down in quarters uh, especially like the three of us are self-employed where we can't do it all so it's like okay what am I gonna then we break it down what do I want to do for the next three months and then we only break it down to like four goals and Mm. those four goals direct our schedule and again, those four goals for targets are based on our values. So if, if you have a whole, a big picture of the year, what you want to accomplish this year, and then you break it down and then you break it down for the week. So we break it down, 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 then you get more clarity. So, uh, for someone who's really doesn't know, we do that big process together. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about let's talk about non-COVID times. So obviously, the the subject of this was how to create a schedule during this time during the pandemic. But I mean, all of the same rules apply, right? Yeah. Uh, outside of this, like I just my entire spiel a minute ago was <laughs> it doesn't matter if there's yeah. you know if you're so if you're not working forty hours a week, then you don't have seventy two hours. You have you know, 112 hours, um, to do whatever you want to do. Uh, what are you doing with that time? Yeah. The only thing that's different now, it's not because it's COVID is because suddenly our regular life has changed. So it's adapting to change and readjusting our schedule, but the rules apply whether it's COVID or not. Like you said, it's, it's the same thing. It's just, okay, I need to turn around now. What do I do? No different than people who were single and suddenly they're married. They have to readjust their life or suddenly they have a child. So our life is a constant of change, except this one we didn't choose. uh, And we've had to turn around and and adjust. So this one was not in our control, whereas other times it is. But it's no different if you get laid off, if someone gets sick, someone dies, suddenly our priorities change and we have to shuffle things around. Absolutely. Um, so Dr. Gina, you recently uh, teamed up with our good friend, Glenn Ambrose to come up with uh, peace in a pandemic, navigating your way through the COVID-19 crisis an eight part series. Um, so this is a course uh, that can be found at your website. 
Um, and uh, can you tell us a little bit about Peace in a Pandemic? Yes, yeah, so there's eight video lessons in there with myself and Glenn, who's an um, international life coach. And we cover a whole bunch of topics, how to cope with the anxiety and the fear. There's spirituality, um, adjusting to the situation, and a whole bunch of other topics that apply again to the pandemic, but will uh, strategies will prove useful even after this is over. So that's the beauty of this course is it's evergreen and people can still use the strategies even after the pandemic is over. Awesome. And uh, Crystal, you want to you wanna get in a plug while we're here? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Um, so my company is Brave and Bold Writer. And right now I'm helping companies kind of transition to a more online space, whether that's a shop to sell your goods or just a website so people can find you. Um, I'm doing, you know, helping co-host lives if you're interested. So, yeah, I'm available if you need anything like that. Awesome. And uh, for Dr. Gina, you can find all of her stuff at drmadragrano.com. Um, Gina, uh, you know, if people want to contact you, what, 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 uh, what are they? What do you usually talk to them about? What, what are some of the things that you deal with now online, and uh, and moving to this sort of telehealth um, version of 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 healthcare with a lot of uh, and, and mental health you know, um, talking to patients via Zoom and, and other sort of encrypted uh, yeah. things like that. Yeah, the whole system we use is all encrypted, so it's safe. My specialty is anxiety and parenting, and I work a lot like we've touched the topic today on self-care and value-based living. So they're all connected, and those are... Um, you know, transformational coaching, which includes the values and uh, self-care. And I do that online and in person, but not now. <laughs> but later. <laughs> but later, yes. Uh, all right. Well, thank you both. Um, thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, and uh, thank you, Dr. Gina. Have a great day. You too. information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, go to drmandragrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.